How's it going? Great. All right. So, all right, Richard. So do we have your permission to record you for the Bitcoin.com podcast? You can, you can record the hell out of me. You can make a sex tape if you catch me at the right, right. moment. I don't mind. I would not want to do that. That would be highly inappropriate. You know? But <laughs> You might. You might. I mean, hey. Well, I mean, I, I see the word hex. I mean, th that could be X hex. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, yeah, we just misspelled sex and we ended so up with hex. And now we're stuck with it. All oh, well. right, so so let's uh, let's dig in. I'm going to enter. I'm going to invite you onto the show shortly. I'm going to say, "Welcome to the Bitcoin.com podcast." You're going to say, "Dustin, thank you so much." I'm probably your number one biggest fan. I mean, anything you want to say, uh, and then at that point, we'll dig in. Sound right. good? Sounds good. Richard Hart, welcome to the Bitcoin.com podcast. Pleasure to be here, Dustin. Thank you very much. And I did say to you that the picture you're using for this interview is Willie. Wonka. They, did you steal the image or did they steal it from you? <clears throat> I used to uh, go out a lot. I used to party every night. And if you want to have more fun, it's fun to dress up. And then part of dressing up is standing out. And so everybody has their little niche. Some people dress like cowboys. Some people dress like sports people. Some people dress like rock stars. I don't know what it is that I look like, but there it is. That's what I used to wear all the time. No, I just wear t-shirts because I, I don't fit in the good stuff. But uh, well, maybe one so day. So this isn't like a normal thing. Like you don't <clears throat> typically wear a top hat. I used to, but it's been years. It's been a long time because oh, I don't go out wow. much. <clears throat> yeah, it, it's it's kind of crazy out there. Now, Hex, I saw the words online, Liechtenstein, or Liechtenstein. Was that where you launched this? Well, you know, where was Bitcoin launched? We launched the same Boy, place. That's a great question. On the so internet. All over the, all yeah. over the world, well, yeah. of course, over the internet. How did this idea come to you and what is Hex? Well, I've been uh, in Bitcoin since early 2011. I've mined full blocks on my own, which had 50 Bitcoin block rewards at the time. I've, uh, you know, called the 20K Christmas back when the price was 4K, called the multi-year bar market, bear market at 8,500. You know, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I retired in 2003, started traveling the world, had 150 employees, self-made man. I've done a lot of things successfully. And Hex is just another one of those things. So. You know, the Bitcoin was designed to replace uh, currencies, and we have less retailers now than we had three years ago. We have higher fees now than we had three years ago. We have less on-chain transaction volume than we had three years ago. But the good news is, even though those metrics are crap, the price has gone almost to where it was three years ago. Uh, and, you know, store value is more valuable than payment network, so I'm okay with it. So if you, if you want to replace banks, you got to replace all their products. And what's the most popular product at the bank or one of them? The time deposit. There's $7.2 trillion in time deposits in the United States and China. There's only $5 trillion of printed money. So it's a 50% larger market than cash, which is what Bitcoin was designed to replace. So Hex addresses a larger market and then by accident also does the cash part better than Bitcoin. You can do 2,000 transactions a second through ZKSync.io. You can do anonymity through t.me forward slash hexnado with ZK uh, snarks, ZK roll up uh, zero knowledge proof. And you, you also have 13 second blocks, which means you can do a transaction in 13 seconds instead of the 10 minutes it takes in Bitcoin. Everything's better. So it's faster, more secure, cheaper, higher throughput, and has better price performance. Uh, Hex is up in 2020 right now, like 70 or 80X versus Bitcoin. And then uh, it's been as high as I believe 140x this year. So <clears throat> if you had bought if you'd bought in January 5th and held till now, you could have bought back 50 times the Bitcoin you started with and still had a, a sizable amount of hex left. 
So it's just, it's just a vastly superior product. <clears throat> now, what do you contribute that to? Is that pure speculation or is that utility? Well, <laughs> cryptocurrencies were invented to remove middlemen. And for some reason, people forget that and they start adding middlemen back in. So right now, 42% of all Bitcoin sits in 2000 addresses. Yet everyone talks about decentralization. The mining uh, in China just moved because their seasons just changed and they don't have cheap hydroelectric in the north anymore. So they're moving south and the Bitcoin hash rate dropped in half because the Chinese miners moved some of their machines. So the mining is centralized. The ownership is centralized. The development is centralized. And all of that's bad. All of that's not good. For, for, so for the, consensus, for the consensus layer of a network, you want decentralization. Otherwise, a government could just come kick the door in and be like, yeah, turn it off. That's the only reason cryptocurrencies exist, is to prevent that type of uh, censorship. Oh, by the way, if you're going to have your mining machines centralized in a country, the country that has the most prohibitive internet in the world with a great firewall, probably not the right place to do that. So the, the reason that Hex has superior properties is, well, one, it was invented 10 or 11 years after Bitcoin was. So we had the advantage of all the learnings and saw the mistakes that they made, made. And two, it was just more ambitious to start. People don't realize how simple the Bitcoin network really is. It only has two functions. You can either mine inflation by doing hash, hashing of things, which burns electricity, or you can send coins that you bought from some guy that mined the inflation. That's it. There's two buttons, mine and send. There isn't any other button. There's no other button, mine and send. And it hasn't added any new features in 10 years. Now you could say, oh, well, what about multisig? Have you ever used multisig? Do you know anyone that's ever used multisig? Does your wallet support multisig? Barely anyone uses it. Oh, what about time locking? Oh, you're going to lock up your coins so that you can't spend them and it doesn't pay you any interest. What do you know? Not many people use that feature. So the only two features people use are mine inflation and what do they do with the coins? Do the miners get their, they get their Bitcoin rewards. What do you think they do with them? They sell them to pollute the environment, to dump the price. In Bitcoin, the miners take the rewards, pollute the environment and sell the price down. And so, in so hacks, it doesn't seem to be a lot of incentive for miners to just keep holding. Well, they don't have a choice because it's <clears throat> the, the economic model behind mining is that it should not be profitable because it's a commodity. So in, in economics, the cost to extract a resource trends towards the value of the resource as margins decrease. So when Bitcoin goes up in value, miners waste more money trying to acquire it. When Bitcoin goes down in value, miners shut off their machines because they don't want to lose money. And so as long as it's an efficient commoditized system, it shouldn't be that profitable. And historically, it hasn't been. Anyone that just bought coins has outperformed miners. Miners go bankrupt left and right. And always have it's it's hilarious like there's no like it's very very hard to make money in that business by design so <clears throat> i mean bitcoin used to be free and i mined it when it was free now bitcoin's not free you got to send money to some third world country and then what they do with that money it doesn't usually turn out good <clears throat> so it sounds like to me that you're no longer are you still bullish on, on Bitcoin? Sure. I, I'm term, bullish on the price. You... I think the price is going to go up, but the technology is garbage. It's not even secure. People think Bitcoin's secure because it has a high hash rate, but they're dumb and I can educate them. 
The bugs that cryptocurrencies have primarily are software bugs. The minority of problems in cryptocurrency are hash rate bugs. And by the way, it's a protection racket as well. Who do you think you're protecting yourself from when you pay a miner a fee? You're protecting yourself from him and his buddies because they're the only people that will attack you. Just like if you have a restaurant in a bad area and some strong thugs come in and they go, it'd be a terrible thing if there was a fire here tonight. You should pay us to protect you. It's the same shit. The people that you're paying are the people that would attack you. There's no other party that's sitting on a bunch of SHA-256 hash rate that you're protecting yourself from. It's a protection racket. It's gross. So in Hex, we don't pay miners block rewards. We don't pay miners to pollute the environment. They, you, you open one transaction when you start your stake, one transaction when you end your stake. There's no overhead in the meantime, and it costs uh, pennies to a dollar. Like, it maybe costs a dollar to start a stake. And it, and it was you know cheaper so what, earlier this year. So were these the pro so it sounds like these were the problems that you were looking to solve uh, well, when you created Hex. Some of them. I mean, I wanted to design the world's quickest appreciating asset, and in order to do that, I had to find an untapped market that no one else was addressing, where the world's first time deposit. Is anyone else doing time deposits? Nope. It's just us. Okay. How has that worked out? The price in fiat is up two hundred and sixty three x this year. Let me know when Bitcoin will show you a 263x return. It's not happening, not in your lifetime. Well, we did that this year and we're set to do more. You know, people don't realize how high cryptocurrencies can go. Bitcoin's up 2 million X from one penny to 20,000. Ethereum went up from 15 cents to $1,500. That's a 10,000 X, two and a half years. So Bitcoin did a 2 million X. Ethereum did a 10,000 X. And now Hex is only up 263x. These are real numbers. This is, this is the reality. And, uh, you know, people are happy and hoping for some new all-time high in Bitcoin when it's up like, oh, okay, you got a 10%. Who cares? Are you in crypto for 10%? I'm in crypto for hundreds of percent, just like the good old days, man. Just like when I bought Bitcoin back when it was 30, held it down to two. That sucked. But then it went up to 1,300. So lucky me, right? <clears throat> So what's this run been like for you? I mean, you were in it from, you know, one of the, the OGs. You, you were in mm -hmm. this from the early days. Yep. What has it been like for you to see that all of a sudden, you know, the, the, the carpenters start to talk about, hey, do you own many Bitcoin to, to plumbers to, to name the industry, name, you know, from around the world, people now talk about it. But in the early days, it was just a well, it's entirely different now. Of you. Back, back, then, back then, we were deciding what the logo would look like. We were deciding what the, the ISO code for the, you know, what the little stamp would be like, you know, the euro symbol, the dollar symbol, what the Bitcoin symbol would be. Should the logo tilt left? Should it tilt right? Things like that. And that was all people that cared about privacy and, you know, putting people in control of their own finances. Today, it's entirely different. I believe 2% of all Bitcoin is owned by... Uh, a company that uh, only takes money from accredited investors in the United States. And then they also own like 2% wow. of Ethereum. And then everybody's happy that PayPal has Bitcoin, but they don't actually have Bitcoin. You can't deposit Bitcoin and you can't withdraw Bitcoin. So what do you actually have? You have uh, a derivative. Is that good and, for Bitcoin? And no. why do you think that is though, Richard? Yeah, so <clears throat> when, when they make an announcement like that, but then they put on limitations, why is that? Because they want to stay in the middle so that they can continue to enslave you and make money on your data and make money on fees and make money 
and trapping you into their ecosystem and, and shoving their partner's offers in your face, they have no interest in you having control over your money. They have no interest in you having the freedom to do what you want to do with your own money. The powers that be have no interest in that. They want to entrench themselves and stay in the middle and rent seek. And it's what they're used to doing for decades. So, you know, the Bitcoin that I knew and loved was the one that was supposed to replace these guys, not empower them. You know, now when you buy a bag of Bitcoin, you're, the bankers own a lot more of it than you do, which is part of the reason I love hacks. The bankers don't own it. The people own it. Now, maybe one day that'll change, but today it's beautiful. And so going forward for Hex, what are you guys working on in, in the near term, long term that you believe will ultimately keep driving the price? Well, you see, Hex is an interesting animal. When you talk to founders of other projects, they uh, beat you up with buzzwords and word salad and hopes and dreams and partnerships and all this other garbage. It's not real. And in Hex, we do the opposite of that. We do not expect profit from the work of others in Hex. There is no roadmap. There is no central entity. The good things that have happened in Hex, I can tell you about in hindsight. I don't make forward-looking statements about what will happen. So I can tell you what has happened. And, you know, maybe that gives you some indication of what might continue to happen. So right now there's an app on the phone, iOS and Android, called staker.app. You can real-time see who's buying, who's selling, who's staking, for how long, who's making money, who's losing money, who's emergency and staking, where you rank versus other stakers. It's got, you know, leagues in it. That just came out a couple weeks ago. We've got 2,000 transactions per second using layer two. We're the first uh, project in the world that had a 250,000 person airdrop on layer two. No one else has ever done that. Uh, it's zksync.io if you'd like to use that. We've got uh, anonymity with t.me forward slash hexnado if you want to, you know, more privatize your coins. They're already pseudo-anonymous from the start, but if you want real privacy in addition to anonymity, you could Google what the difference is between those two words. Privacy is just stronger. Um, what's available to you? We've got threeletterdictionary.com that you can't misspell. We've got the best logo, the best brand name. There's ads all over the United Kingdom, taxis, buses, billboards, magazines. The Economist magazine has had uh, hex ads. Car and Driver has hex ads currently, I believe. Uh, Card Player Magazine, um, ads out the ass all over the place. What else? Price performance, 263X in 301 days. Right now, we've got the big payday happening on the 19th, which is only a day or two from now. And there's a $2 billion payout being uh, paid to the, the stakers by shares. If you stake more, you get more shares. If you stake longer, you get bonus shares. Uh, and that's a pretty huge payout. That's like a third of the supply, basically. <clears throat> what else? And so it There's sounds to left, me that like... you guys are, are, yeah, it's not like you're, you're building something that ultimately becomes sustainable, does it not? Well, it's got superior features, right? So we've got higher engagement. We've got better game theory. We've got uh, more metrics that you can watch. So in Bitcoin, the only two things you can watch are hash rate and price. And that's it. What else? Nothing. That's it. Well, it's pretty boring for people if you want them to stay engaged. So in Hex, we've got average stake length, emergency end stakes. When someone ejects and, and doesn't do what they said they would and pulls out their money early, all the other stakers that were honest and did what they said they were going to do, they get rewarded for that. Um, <clears throat> we had a referral program, which ends tomorrow. We gave free coins to Bitcoin holders. That ends tomorrow. That might end today, actually. 
I think, I think today is the last day that Bitcoiners can claim free hex and over $5 billion worth of Bitcoin has minted their hex. That's a lot. It's about 303,000. That, that is, that is a lot. So, yeah. I mean, there were already <laughs> were 6,500 some projects in sure. the space. Yep. How did you get this to move or how did the, the team, the community that's been built around mm -hmm. it? How did they do this? And, and I think you know, and I'm going to say it for you because you're quite humble, that you've done the impossible, that in a very short time period when you're competing against Goliath and then, again, 6,500, and then not including all those on the DEXs out there, that what you've done has been remarkable. I mean, has that surprised you at all, or did you think you'd be much no. further? I think we'd, I'd like, I'm used to being a winner, and we haven't done as good as we can do yet. So, like, everyone in the crypto industry basically sucks at business. Like, sorry guys, you just all actually suck at business. If you, if you look at the advertisements that people put out, like Grayscale puts out to try and onboard people into the Bitcoin ecosystem, there's no time limited offer. There's no call to action. There's no headline that anyone gives a fuck about. Basic bread and butter marketing tactics that they will teach you at any marketing school, even MBA programs will give you at least a chapter on it. The basic principles that every other business in the world is using to onboard users Crypto is mostly missing. I mean, just even having a referral program. Does Bitcoin have a referral program? No. Used to, though. Not that I I'm used to mine it for free. But now you can't. It went away. So, like, <clears throat> I, <laughs> you haven't seen Hex go viral yet. There's still people gatekeeping Hex because we talk about price. And most other things that talk about price are scams, which is regrettable because price is the only thing anyone cares about. If you go to Bitcoin.org, they don't pretend the price exists. They, they pretend the price exists. There's no price chart. Doesn't talk about the dips. Doesn't talk about the volatility. Doesn't warn you at all. Let you hang yourself. In Hex, right on the homepage, we say, yeah, this is the highest appreciating asset class in the world. And it's extremely volatile. And on the way from a penny to $20,000, Bitcoin dipped 85% three times, 95% once, flash crashed to zero, depending on what exchange you're on. So if you're in Bitcoin and you're in cryptocurrency, it all drops 85 and 95% at some point, except the stable coins. And depending on how regulatory goes, they could just go to zero whenever. So Hex is a more honest website that speaks about the realities of the potential and the risk. And when people get to the site and they go, oh my God, it was designed to appreciate? It must be a scam. And you're like, wow. Okay, guys. Well, what business isn't designed to accrue value? All businesses are designed to accrue value. All cryptocurrencies are designed to accrue value or they don't have, they're not useful. People don't adopt them. People won't buy a coin that just always goes down in price. They tried it, it's called Freycoin, it didn't work. So we're honest about design intention, performance, history, volatility, right on the homepage, counterparty risk, everything. We stick it right there and then people attack and they're like, a scam. They're like, really, it's a scam? Okay. Well, why are we more secure than Bitcoin? And why is everything failing all around us and we're doing great? And why is our price performance superior? And why do we have superior features? And why do we have superior community? And you just go through the list and you're like, listen guys, I know you wanna stick your head in the sand and that works fine normally. A lot of scams out there, I understand, cool, a lot of scams out there. But every once in a while, something truly innovative comes and it tends to come from somebody like me, a winner who's been kicking ass his whole life. You know, like my go on my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Richard Hart. Look at my oldest YouTube videos. I'm just promoting, helping people stop gambling, stop playing video games, stop drinking and live better lives and giving self-help advice because I had already retired. 
Like I'm, I'm, you know, I wrote self-help books, t.me forward slash sci-vive. You can read them for free. That's where I'm from. That's what I'm about. And then these people that don't read the white paper, they have ill things to say about me. And it's just crazy. I'm the guy that doesn't have ads on my channel. I'm the guy that gives free everything, free coins, free books, free chat, free everything. And then all these guys, what are they doing? They're trying to get you to trade and destroy your life. So, so then like, what, what fuels you? I mean, you've, reached the, you've reached what many would say is the pinnacle of success. So what further fuels you? Well, for me, this is just glory right now. Um, as we reach virality and the billions and billions and billions accrue, then I would like to transition into SciVive, which is my self-help book to get people to invest in medical research that will save their lives and their loved ones' lives. Because nothing else really matters, right? Like Bitcoin went from 1K to 20K. Nothing changed in my life. Bitcoin went to 3K. Nothing changed in my life. Hex launched. My life got worse. So like this for me is not the money, right? It's the glory. Like I want to show all these people what, what can be done, how, how well something can be built. And so far it's working amazingly. And I'm going to have to transition into the next phase, which is making progress in medicine or like my grandparents who are all dead, my dog who is dead, I too will be dying earlier and more painfully than necessary due to just not focusing on what matters. And what matters is your health. And I, I took a health hit to launch X, you know, extra stress and sleepless nights and all this shit. And I'm not sure I'll make it back as far as health goes, right? Like I need somebody to be working on the science and creating the technology to make up for my bad lifestyle choices, pretty much. So take us through the process of of buying Hex. How do we buy it? Where do we find it? The easiest way to buy it is to buy Ethereum because Ethereum already has a liquid market. It's the second li most liquid market in uh, cryptocurrency and it's available everywhere. So if you buy Ethereum, you can, today is the last day that you can transform it directly into Hex at go.hex.com. If you refer yourself, self-refer, you can get a 32% bonus doing that. If you don't do that today, the most liquid market is called ethhex.com and there's no sign up, no ML, no KYC, no counterparty risk. Fully, you stay in custody of your own coins and your own keys the entire time. You cannot be exit scammed. Exchanges steal your money and lose your money and get hacked constantly. That cannot happen to you with ethhex.com, which is just a front end for Uniswap. And Uniswap has the thickest order book in the world for the Ethereum USDC pair or any stable coin really. Uh, and it's over $1.5 billion of Ethereum sitting there on the bid side. I'm, like, that's a lot. I guess it's depending on how you look at it. The bid side, some places ask other places. Um, it's like amazing. And this breakthrough of decentralized finance replacing centralized finance is only a few months old. And it's absolutely beautiful because now you've got Hex, which is the world's first blockchain CD up 263X this year, 100% uptime combined with 100% uptime no off switch. No, so both Hex and Uniswap have no off switch, no admin keys, no counterparty risk, no central authority. It's amazing. You have everything you want, right? You want to trade. You can see when people bought, when they sold. It's the most open and transparent trading in the world. So right now, get Ethereum, go to, go to Hex.com, self-refer yourself for 32%. If you're not going to do that or the day has passed, go to ETHEX, E-T-H-H-E-X.com, and you can trade, you know, thousands of coins for Hex there. And vice versa. We're Thank also on 30 exchanges. Sure. We're on, we're on Bitcoin.com's exchange. We're on, uh, you know, YoBit, HitBTC, BitMart, HotBit, 
coin soup or, you know, you know, like, but if you can stay away from centralized exchanges, it's better. I'd rather see you go to bitstamp.net and, and buy some Ethereum because you're less likely to get wrecked because they have less crap coins and less margin trading, no margin trading. That's safer for you, the user. And then you can onboard to Hex. But if you go other places, they're going to try and convince you to do things that aren't healthy for you. Hey, trade, 100x. Multiply the house's advantage against you by 100x. What a great idea. Terrible. Richard, thank you again for sharing your story with us on the Bitcoin.com podcast. My pleasure. Nice job.